Growing out the pod with Kara Manuelli and Amanda Hunt. Hey furries, thanks for tuning in to Growing Out the Pod. I'm Amanda. I'm Kara. And we're both stand-up comedians as of last oh. night, okay? And thank you. Kara had her debut. Oh, thank you, Amanda, for um, <clears throat> twisting my arm a hundred times to do it. Um, it barely. Was... I barely suggested it. <laughs> no, she put my name on an Instagram post. I was like, well, fuck. Here I go. <laughs> With your permission. Right, right, right. Um, but yeah, no, it was, uh, it, was in, it was very exciting I, and scary, but... But you were wonderful. And the crowd was great. And we had multiple dogs. I had dog fans. I'm so excited. You had dog fans. Everyone had dog fans. It was delicious. I think the dogs liked the comedy so much. And we barely did any dog comedy. I talked about my cats, which I can see dogs being like, this is funny, but like, can we relate to this? I don't know. Complicated. (laughs) But they they deep down probably like, oh, I'm so jealous. I wish I could chase a cat. Yep. Um, I have no idea what I was going to say. I'm I'm looking at my first night with no plans ahead of me in three weeks. Oh, my gosh. You guys. I'm so excited. That's right. Amanda was in a debut musical um, stage reading this weekend, and I saw it, and it was perfect. It was delicious. It was it was a musical about dogs. And I that's, I don't know why I said purr, but there was a cat in it, so I guess I I'm was not gonna lying. say it was possum. There we go. There's the <laughs> pun. There's the pawn. Um, Have you seen the absolute worst thing that's happening on the internet? No. Okay, so like three days ago, Jonathan Van Ness and Anthony, what's his name mm-hmm. from Queer Eye. Yeah. We're like, people have been asking us for years and we're finally ready to announce. And they're like, nose to nose, kind of like not kissing, but like teasing kissing. And they're like, we're in a partnership. We're going to share more details tomorrow. So there's a lot of like, oh, we're going to announce. And it's like very, like, they look like they're about to kiss. And you know that I, of all people, am very into kissing and I know when someone's about to kiss. And then the next day they announce um, our partnership is actually to promote Yummer's dog food. And I was like, I, I, it's rare that somebody does something on social media that I really hate. Like I usually am like, whatever, nobody's hurting anybody. It's a marketing tool. But there was something about this that was so like, craven and exhaust like exhausting it I was felt like I had been stuffed in like I feel like I got put in a jar and shaken up by this did you think they really get, were going to be in together ship because when I heard partnership I was like oh they're going to do an ad for they're partnering up with something like I didn't immediately think they were together because I know Anthony's married I believe or maybe I'm wrong what I what I thought was that they were going to announce their relationship and it would be like a PR stunt. So I had one level of cynicism on it. And there were like pictures of them like sitting on each other's laps and like doing like cuddly stuff. And then the next day for it to be that, I was like, I thought this was going to be a fake relationship for PR. And now I find out it's a fake relationship for 
dog, dog food. food. And it's a dog food called Yummers. And Yummers, God, we'd love to partner. Um, it's a dog food called Yummers, which like anything like Yummers, Doggo, Adulting, like any of that shit is just like, it makes me feel so tired. Like yeah. we're living in a dystopia and the dystopia is like adorable. Not in a good way, in a like, I don't like, I, I'm not an adult who needs to use cute language for things. Yeah. <laughs> you know, yeah. I can just, we can just say, I, yummers as anything. Like, if I say, like, oh, I'm going to eat this thing and someone goes, nummers, I'm like, that's not my real friend. Like, that's somebody <laughs> who's on a different list than I thought they were. Nummers? Really? That's going to kick, kick you off your list? No, it, your, re, your gut reaction, it's in your vocabulary to say nummers. It's really tough for me. Oops. I guess That's I got to go. I guess this I've is it. I've never heard you say nummers. Maybe not to you, but for to my child. <laughs> That's so different. That's di- that's exactly who you should be saying it to. I say all kinds of things to my cats. Like I'm always telling my cats that they're tiny and I, I'm always like, oh, you're so tiny. I cannot even see you. I don't know how <laughs> a cat could be so tiny in this world. But I wouldn't say that to another adult. You could. What? And then I would be adulting or some kind of fucking nonsense. Oh, yeah. Adulting is adulting is an adulting thing. Everyone's adulting. I think everyone adults even as a child. Oh, I'm adulting. You're going to the grocery store. Yeah. I'm sorry that I'm so mad, but I'm I, – you know what? I'm not sorry. I'm not sorry. We're living in a crazy world and – okay, and oh, now I'm on it. <laughs> we we go, as guys. women are having our rights taken away every single day. People – like fascism is on the rise. Black people are in fear for their fucking lives every day from the police. Like – this numbers shit and this like cutesification of things is another way of keeping people of like being like these aren't full adults these aren't people who you know what I mean like I it's like infantil- infantilizing people mm-hmm. and also it's deeply annoying to me and so it's like I will find a way to make it problematic like anything on Twitter but like I am also like stop saying it please Okay, I won't say anymore, Amanda. I've never heard you say any of these things. I bet I said adulting once or twice in my life. I, I don't think there think was it... a time when all of us said adulting, and that yeah. time was our twenties nine. Yeah. Well, so for us, you know, we were six or seven years. Yeah, old we were time. adulting again. We were adulting as children, so we, we were adulting it, yeah. as children back in the early. <laughs> but like, it's like there was a time when adulting was was common it didn't make it less annoying but I'm sure that I also said it and now I just had to empty my dishwasher I wasn't like look at me adulting I'm 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 adulting so hard right now putting these forks in the drawer well you know what I do say I do say I'm momming so hard I give you a lot of a lot of leeway there as a woman without children I can't tell another woman how to parent but I can say (laughs) watch yourself Oh, I'm just momming so you're, hard right you're now. You're dancing on a knife's edge, Kara. <laughs> oh, it's all good. Num nums. How about num nums? Ah! <laughs> Once again, fine to say to a child. Fine right. to say to a baby. Num nums. It's so num nums. Oh I say God. it to my dog, too. And you say it to your kitties. It's fine. It's fine. That's Littler if things. If you're talking to something little, 
or something that thinks of you as like their mommy. Because like to Hazy, you're like her mommy. Yeah. You know? I was looking for her. She's nowhere to be seen. <laughs> okay, so you're not like a very attentive very mommy, atten- no. but <laughs> my cats are in their office, I think. Um, mm-hmm. That's what I call when they go under the bed, which Kara knows, but the furries, the furries have no idea how many funny things my cats are doing all day. <laughs> Listen to my other podcast. What's my cats doing? What are they doing? That- Let me detail it in action. Yep. No one would listen to that, but I would have a lot of fun doing it. You should just do it as like an, an output of creativity for yourself. <laughs> a journal that somebody can like point to. It's if like I live journal. Missing. It's live journal on my podcast. <sighs> we used to do live journal. Remember that? Uh, we did not used to do live journal. I did actually do live journal. You did live journal. I read them. I will. Ab- oh, I'll absolutely read one. Oh, my God. If somebody live journaled today, I would happily read it. <laughs> Oh, I wish somebody would live journal. I guess we're all live journaling, but it's social I mean, media. Yeah, let's have social media is not the same as live journaling. No, because live journaling implies some level of privacy that the writer believes they have, but it's a public website. Yeah, it's public. You know, yeah, I guess you're right. Kara, what is your hair story? What is my hair story today? Um, that I am... I called a laser. Okay, so I had a laser place call me back. I like, they were like, oh, you can get 65% off a laser hair removal. And I clicked on it. And legit, two seconds later, I get a phone call from them and a text and a phone call. And then I'm like, ugh, I'm not answering it. And eventually I got a, an, an uh, area code 323. And I was like, oh, this could be, you know, been doing auditions. And I was like, this could be my. Agent. This is Steven Spielberg. This wow. is like, he's like, I want you to cast as my lead in my film. Um, and it was laser, this laser place, I won't say the name, and they're like, oh, well, what do you want to get done? Have you, I want to, though they said, I want to know, you call, you had questions about laser. I'm like, I didn't have questions. I just checked. I want 65% off a laser. Well, what kind of questions do you have? Have you ever had laser done? I'm like, I've had laser done 900 times. And they're like, oh, okay, well, what did you want done? And I was like, just half my leg like three times and they're like oh well with the discount oh it's only 30 percent for that and it's gonna be um one thousand two hundred and sixty dollars and i was like what i could for go three sessions i was like that's bullshit um i can go to like the place on the street and get it done for like 20 a hundred dollars each time and that's it if i want to get my also, full leg buy a nude yeah nude, we'd love to yeah. partner please oh God, i would love please. that but like i'm like no that's a thousand dollars. That's not how we do it anymore. Like I don't. Mm-mm. I'm not doing that. Um, and like maybe for electrolysis or something that's yeah. more like electrolysis is forever, right? Yeah. Like mm-hmm. it's permanent. Yeah, it's permanent, but it's also very expensive and pain. I think it's more painful. It's very painful. I I would be scared to get it. And I'm also too dark right now. I've been tanning, so I can't do any of this stuff at this moment. Um, I've been tanning. I've just been outside walking my child. I was going to say, what do I have time? Yeah, no, I don't. Um, I go walking a lot outside. Um, But I was like, no, I'm not going to spend $1,000 for this. This is bullshit. Like, people do that? Like, no. Um, Because I can get it somewhere else. I I get these, like, daily things from other, like, medical spas. They're like, $125 for a full leg if you get one session. So, like, if I do three sessions, that's, like, $375. Like, that's not $1,000. Like, are you fucking kidding me? And you could find it on Groupon for less. Oh, so much less. I'm like, no, I'm cool. They're like, okay, well, I'll text you my number so you can call me back. If you, like, if you're ever interested, I was like, cool. 
That's when you're like, I never will be. I will never call you. <laughs> so that's my laser hair story today. That Or my laser hair story today. It's my hair story today. Um, What's your hair story? My hair story is is a tale of woe a little bit. Oh, no. So I've been taking a women's multivitamin, mm. and it has biotin in it, which I know isn't vegetarian, but I like – I needed a multivitamin. I purchased this one. Mm-hmm. Um, and I need to just remember, like, Amanda, when you take a supplement that has hair growth uh, help in it, you are going to pay a price you cannot yet anticipate. And what has happened, of course, I'm doing I'm doing the nude very regularly, so my face is kind of under control right now. I've, I'm healing from my breakouts, but... I can laser with those, and it's actually, like, weirdly helped. Mm-hmm. It does. It helps. I think laser helps your face so much for ingrowns and just, like, all that stuff. I need to get back on to doing it again. It's really wild. Yeah. But um, but I have sprouted my first chest hair, and I'm not talking nipple hair, and I'm not talking fine hair that grows on your body because you're a mammal. I am talking a spiky bristly hair growing straight out of my right boob and I was like come on come on I have so few few parts of my body that I don't have to like monitor for either cuckoo hair stuff or cuckoo skin stuff or whatever and I was like my breasts are a point of pride how can they have betrayed me like this so I have started doing the the nude on that one spot because I will this will not be my life this is not my journey oh honey when you when you have pregnancy you're gonna be hairy everywhere I had hair on my chest my boobs on your boobs on them not on the nips not around like on the side yeah I'm talking if I was wearing a v-neck you could have seen this spiky hair yeah (sighs) yeah is that from the prenatals uh maybe um, could be all the hormones going through. I mean, I, yeah, I, I have random ones randomly in my chest still to this day. Mm-hmm. Fuck. But I also, Trying to keep up with society's expectations of what is feminine is making me nuts. But I also am, you're right, I am taking a Nutrafol for my hair loss from uh, pregnancy. I'm, I'm taking that, so that could also be lending to that. I think that that's part of it because I know – a long time ago, I and like I still get this from stylists, and I think I've just accepted that it's this is what my body does. Like a long time ago, I had a hairstylist be like, "You have a lot of breakage. Like you have a lot of baby hairs. You have a lot of breakage. You should go on like a prenatal." And I was like, "Okay, great." So I did, and my head hair got thicker, but so did everything else. Everything. Yeah, that's else. the whole. That's the joy of us. So, like, everything gets, like, hairier. And you're like, And it's, like, it's so aggressive. Like, these are not soft little hairs. I I, I just, So, okay, well, I'm, thank you. I'm glad to know I'm not alone. I'm sorry to express so much horror in it. I don't think anybody else would notice it, but I was, like, I already have been lasering the insides of my wrists because my arm hair has started to spread. You get hair on the on your wrist? On the inside, Kara. So, like, my arm hair is, like, it's not light, but it's, like, I don't really ever think about it. But then earlier this year, the 
underside of my wrist started to grow, like just on the like outside part. Yeah. Started to grow like a thicker kind of hair than is on my like, arms. Like right and here? Because, yeah. But like in even further. Oh, God. So like almost to a, under my pinky if you drew a line. Oh, wow. And it was like, it wasn't, and I don't know if it was so much thicker than my arm hair or if it just never sees the sun and so it doesn't have a chance to like be lightened or whatever. So I nuded that off too. Good for you. And now it's gone. But like, I'm just like beating back, becoming a full wolf woman every single day. It's always, it's always going to be a battle. It's going to be a battle. It's a battle, but I'm determined to win. I'm the general of my follicles. You're the neuters. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll the neuters, 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 neuters. Or I guess I'm not the general of them. I'm under siege by them. I'm, mm-hmm. I'm fighting them by myself. And they just creep around your your wrists and on the side of your boobie. Like my hairs are like the um, the team from like Ocean's Eleven. <laughs> like there's someone's always like doing something, and I'm like, oh, oh next time I'll get you. Okay, let's talk about the. Let's talk about the episode. It's, it's, phrase, you know it. You love it. We're in glow up season four and we're at episode five. Um, and we see the contestants right away. And I was like, this show will not follow a formula. They will, they are not going to let you get comfortable. No, they don't. It was cool. I love this season, this episode. It was really good. Oh, they're all really good. Um, we'll get to, we'll get to why I was humbling, but. Um, yes. so <laughs> Maya walks, we start with like Maya doing a walk and talk through what to me looked like a screensaver from the late nineties. I would agree right? with that. Yeah. Didn't yeah. it look like she was inside of one of those like laser screensavers? Yes, she did. It was actually, that's pretty, pretty key on right there, right that on right there. Thank you so much. I've read about them in books, of course. Um, things from the nineties. Do you want to share your screen with me so I can be with you? Yeah, I would love for you to be with me. Deet, deet, deet. Did you say be with me or eat with me? Be with me. I mean, it could eat with you. I don't. I think that the our furries would be a little annoyed with the crunching. Oh yeah, furries. We're not a podcast that's going to eat together. Great. I mean, we Kara and I will eat together, but we have we won't eat together on the show. Right. We had dinner together like two nights ago. Mm-hmm. Anyway, that's and that's like cool for you to know. So. Yep. This week we find out this made me care. This made me laugh so hard. They were like, "We're gonna do a Rolling Stone UK makeup look," and they were like, "Rolling Stone UK is a historical, like an epic, like cornerstone of magazines." Rolling Stone UK launched in twenty twenty one. Yeah, uh, <laughs> we're like, what? I, I was so confused because I know Rolling Stone is an epic, epic uh, magazine, but <laughs> not in the U- if it started in the UK twenty twenty one. That's like not the same. I also, and maybe this is, like, ignorant American of me, but I don't think of Rolling Stone as, like, an American magazine because it's not like they – I mean, I guess they mostly feature, like, Western artists. Yeah. But there have been – if there's anywhere that needs a Rolling Stone specific to their country, it's not the UK. Plenty of UK artists are on uh, original Rolling Stone. Yeah. Yeah, so I thought that was very funny. They showed us. Do you know? They showed us a picture of Sam Fender and then of Adele, and I was like, "These are not the same." Yeah, no. I don't know who Sam Fender is. No idea. Adele, yeah, I, I obviously know who she is. 
She's looking go so good. She's so cute. She's so, so pretty. cute. She's doing great. We hope. We don't actually know, but we, we can do. assume. Um and so Cliff uh Janu is the um head of Rolling Stone UK. Thank you. And he's on there for one second. Like I don't even really know why they had him. Yeah. There. He was, like, barely there. I was like, oh, oh, okay. You're gone. Like, it seemed like he was going to be the guest judge, and then he just, like, wasn't. And they introduced Hector Espinal, who's one of Rihanna's personal makeup artists and is the, I think, global head of Fenty. Fenty he is. It was really funny the way they announced it. They go, you're going to – they said, and the head brand, head beauty brand of Fenty made it seem like it was going to be Rihanna. Like, I was (laughs) expecting it. And they go (laughs) – he does Rihanna's makeup. And they were like, oh, I could tell they went, oh, oh. Like they were excited. But like when they when they said the head of Fenty, you're like, oh, it's Rihanna. Oh, it's Rihanna. And oh, it's it wasn't. And I was Hector like. Hector Espinal. Yeah. We're like, uh-huh. They might know who he is because they're in that world. But I think they were expecting it to be Rihanna because I was. It was set up like it was going to yeah. be Rihanna. And then it was like, JK. I wonder if they showed they showed a preview of that in the BB, in the UK because I think this just airs on the BBC. I think it does. I think it's a little more. Does it though? I don't know actually. It's definitely produced by the BBC. Like they have the um, they have the plaques up, or oh. not the plaques? What's it called? The like production square. Oh yeah, before the episode and after the episode. Mm-hmm. Um. So I yeah. So I think I think it's like Great British Bake Off where we get it in a bingeable format, but they have it as like a weekly reality show. Right, right. That's how they do the Great um, Bake, the Great America, the Great whatever the baking show is. They start they brought that back, and they you only were so, you had it so you were so close. So great, Great British Bake Off. There it is. There it is. There it is. The Great British Bake Off, which I'm not doing a British accent. Um, they you sound like Mary Brannigan. <laughs> That's what I do. Um, she, that, that here now is on every Friday. It releases an episode. Here in America? Mm-hmm. On, ah. on Net- Netflix. I do like for stuff to come out weekly. Like, bingeable stuff is nice, but you, it's, I love when something comes out and then you, like, talk about it the next day with your friends. I agree. I agree. Are they like, have you gotten to that episode yet? No. Oh, I can't talk about this yet. You know what I mean? And then by the time you get to it, they're like, oh, yeah, I, isn't that nuts? And you're like, Pfft. Because they don't have the same, like, you're just not in They're there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Ugh, mm-hmm. I wish you'd watch Selling the OC. It's mm-hmm. coming. I'm, that's on my list. I, I I literally have not had a time to do anything. So When you watch it, I'm on a group chat with Maggie and Sarah, and we're having a lot of fun. Great. Um, so they are going to – so all of the makeup artists get to design a makeup look for Jada G, who is a famous DJ who – Is famous? I would say – say is more like Sam Fender than Adele in terms of how much I know about yeah. Jada G. Um, she seems very beautiful. We didn't really hear her music at all, so I I know. See. I was like, I, I watched it. I was like, they're probably not going to allow it because whatever record label she has doesn't have the licensing, so she's not, they don't want to, or also the BBC doesn't want to pay the the royalties on the playing the music. But are they going to have to pay the royalties if they're promoting the artist? No. Music falls under a different type of situation. Oh, or maybe the BBC did air the music, but they cut it out of the Netflix. Ah, maybe. That would at least make sense. Because it's like, if I'm a music artist, I'm not going on a show 
and not having my music be on. Yeah. That seems silly. Yeah. I agree. So Jada G is gorgeous. Stunning, stunning. So beautiful. And I felt like their instructions were a little bit confusing for the look. They were like, we want a 90s rave look. It's got to look clean. There's got to be a highlight around the eye and a bold lip. And it's like, that's a lot of instruction. I I guess I'm confused on what the 90s rave look was too because obviously we were babies in the rave. We were, we were uh, look, young. Would we have been allowed inside a rave in the 90s? Maybe in the arms of our great-great-grandparents. Yeah, right. <laughs> right? Um, but like – a lot of the stuff they did, I, we'll get to it, but, like, I was like, that looks like now. <laughs> yeah, like, I feel like a 90s rave look is a lot more, like, multicolored and, like, pigtails and, like, um, ring pops and that kind of, like. Yeah, and they didn't. That kind of look. And it was more, like, make the eye pop, you know. Like, ne- and use neon colors. And back then they didn't really have neon colors like they do no, now. No, definitely not. Not from what I have understood from the history books. It, it also, it confused me too because it was like, they kept being like, this looks like prom. And it's like, who's prom? I, I know. I've never seen a look like this at prom. Like Lisa did a look that I think if she had done eyeliner and added like a white, a, a white line to it somewhere, it would have been pretty ravey. She did like a brown, a brown like eyeshadow almost like a Nike check mark under the eyes and a blue lid. And and they were like, this looks like prom. And I was like, what? Yeah, that doesn't – it didn't make sense. I was like, okay. Um, yeah. I think, I think this brief was a little weird. And I think it's just like – I didn't get – I didn't get 90s rave from any of them, honestly, because nope. I didn't understand. I guess I, a lot of them didn't. We'll know that they – a lot of them were like – we're too young. We were fetuses in the womb when this is happening. Or my grandmother. My grandma was a grandmother. Rachel was like, oh, yeah, I've watched music videos from the 90s. And I was like, ah, that's same. Oh, same. Same, Rachel. God. And which one did – I don't think Lisa actually even knew. She's like, I don't even know what I'm doing. She's like, I don't know what this look is because I wasn't born then. And I was like, mm-hmm. Like, none of these people even remember 9-11. I think they were probably born in the 2000s. I think all of them were in the 2000s. Well, that would make all of them 22. Or, like, right? late like late 90s. I think they were probably born in the late 90s, which, like, so that's relatable for us and probably a lot of our listeners. Um, yeah. Chris... I have decided that I do really hate Chris, and I'm sorry for it because it's not really his fault that I hate him. Chris was like, I was ginger and my sister was the other four. I was way too fat to be sporty spice. And it's like, okay, one, all the Spice Girls were incredibly thin. Two, yeah. um, I'm so – I am just – I have just really fucking had it with people being like, ew, when I was a little kid I was fat, but now I'm not fat, so it's good. Like it's I like, know. That's like the redeeming quality. Like, well, I was fat, but now I'm not. And that's my arc. Like, that's yeah. like such a it's, – it's like overplayed and like not – it's not inspiring. It's like, I only got happiness when I got skinny. It's like, no, that's not how life is. Yeah, you got to find happiness wherever you can. Also, there are like – there are like – there's body diversity in this. It's not really for me to call somebody else fat. But like there are – there are heavier contestants in the show and like – I don't I don't know. It just sends this weird message of like 
ew, I used to be this gross thing and now, now I'm, I'm not. Yeah. And it's like, or maybe no one was ever gross or maybe you've always been gross and you're still gross, but like your BMI doesn't determine whether you are cool or not cool. Yeah. Yeah. And it certainly doesn't determine whether you are ginger spice or sporty spice. Get an absolute fucking grip on that. Yeah. That was um, a little rough. Just, I just, I, it's a trigger for me, but it's also, it's more than a trigger. It's more of like a, I'm tired of this. Like, it doesn't upset me. It makes me just be like, this is a waste. Like, this is a stupid thing we spend so much time in. I agree. I feel like it's just like, why do we, why is this such a hero story? Why is this the hero story? Yeah. Then, you know, but like, I was bringing it on himself. He ugly. is choosing it. Yeah. I was the ugly, ugly fat painfully awkward you know like average person and now I'm thin so therefore I am happy now and I win my life it's like no that's not that's not validation also if he was like people used to make fun of me for being fat which is like that's like that sucks people are mean I'm sorry you're made fun of for anything but if it's just like I used to be this thing that lots and lots of people are and their lives are valuable and like have like have as much merit as his even though now he's thin I don't know anyway sorry this is I guess I'm like oh oh I just realized I thought I was sitting on a chair but I'm sitting on a soapbox this episode yeah clearly clearly (laughs) it riled up um I okay I is there anything you want to say about any of these looks i I feel like it's really hard to describe because again what is what I will say um I, uh, Ryan's look did look very baby doll. Like mm-hmm. he used a, like a powdery blue lid and finished 40 minutes before he was done, before the time was called. And his lip was um, really pink. So it looked like – And dry. And dry. The lip was thirsty. Um, it was very uh, – and he finished. He's like, okay, I'm done. And everyone's like – and the – and Hector and everybody was like, he could just be doing other things. Like he could more definition of that lip. He could be texture, cleaning up the eyes. Put some they glitter. They did not match. They were not um, identical. He was, they were not symmetrical. And oh, Yang Chen gave a cool tip that I do want to say. <laughs> oh yeah, go for it. She was like, if you have shimmer, it's better not to use a brush because the brush will like dissipate the color density and the color faithfulness. And I, I just like I love when we get real makeup tips from the show. Mm-hmm. So I thought that was cool. Yeah, it was really good. It was really good. Um, um, Nance had a real Nancy. Nancy not had a great, lovely skin. Her skin was great, and the eye was oh, beautiful, gorgeous. Um, and then uh, Rachel's looked really good. Rachel's was. She's the beauty queen here. She She's, is. I I would want Rachel to do my makeup. Everybody. Always. Yep. Because she, everybody is an artist. Rachel is also, I think, the best at doing makeup that like lives in the real world. It lives in the real world and it, she knows what to enhance. Like she's really good at yeah. not just painting a canvas. She's like contouring and making it look like painting a person instead of a canvas, if that makes any sense. Yeah, she like makes not it. putting her ideas on a face, but bringing her ideas out of a face. There. Oh, Amanda, that was gorgeous. What is? Oh, dang it. I loved it. <laughs> okay. I'm sometimes saying the right words. I feel good <laughs> about it. Jada G loves two different looks. Like, 
Is Jada G, because they all seem to know who she is, and I don't watch The Bachelor, but I know on The Bachelor they'll be like, and today we have everybody's favorite artist, um, Peanut Magoo. And everybody's like, <laughs> Peanut Magoo! Ah! And it's like, no, yeah, like, no, this yep. is not a famous person. Yeah, no. <laughs> so I don't know if Jada G is like that or not. I'm going to look her up right on Instagram right now. Jada oh, Jade. thank you. Yeah, because maybe she's just internationally famous. Would, and like, I just don't know about her because she's also young. Maybe well, she didn't famous. promote. She didn't put she, on her Instagram. Like, she did not. Pro, oh, wait, here it is. She, if, I think it aired in May. In, yeah, she did in June. She promoted hers in June. Um, yes. And she ended up. Oh, yeah, she does. She did post it. She looks good. She's really cute. She's, she's really so cute. beautiful. They did a great job. Like, it it was all beautiful, but I had to be told she was a famous DJ instead of a model. Yeah. There she is. Because she's that beautiful, and I don't know who she is. But the only DJs I really know who they are are Polly D from the Jersey Shore, and I know that Paris Hilton DJs. Yes. So I'm not the person. I'm not, I'm, you know, like, me not knowing this is like me not knowing a sports guy (laughs) or a woman. Well, I will say she does have the picture of her of Rachel's look in her on in the Rolling Stone um, magazine because she gets to do it and it looks it looks great, really, really good. And Rachel got to like go through the look with Hector and like get perfected, yeah, stuff. And she called it a masterclass. And yeah. I, I just like that. That's why the show is really good. Is because yeah. like they won't like they didn't just then like put her out there and like be like good luck get it done. They were like, oh, yeah, let's show you how to refine it. Let's teach you what professionals do. Yeah. It was really cool. I love to see her so happy. I, she's one of my favorites. I know. She's, she's also so pretty. Yeah. Everybody on this show is very attractive, though. Yeah, of course. That's, I guess there's, like, no uggos in reality TV, really. Um, <laughs> so there are three. I mean, there aren't, like, they don't, they cast people who who are, like, well, they're makeup artists, so they they pay they they make people look good. They make themselves look good. They know how to. But I mean, in reality TV in general, they're oh, yeah. casting like um, photogenic people, people yes. who are traditionally attractive, et yeah. cetera. Yep. Um. So let's see, let's see, let's see. There are so three... there were three people that did not do well. They Ryan sure from Muckiness. Um, Lisa lost uh, the rave theme. There was no eyeliner, which they thought they should have used. They wanted that liner. And I was like, I don't fucking know. <laughs> I wouldn't know anything. To me, none of these looked inherently 90s and or not And it wasn't 90s. like the 90s were like, like the 80s are pretty epic. You kind of know what 80s makeup looks like. 90s to me is like thin eyebrows, a really like bold lip um lip liner and like light lips and then like just blue eyeshadow like or like just an eyeshadow I don't really remember much maybe like a really dark I mean, I guess maybe liner all around the eye but like I don't remember being any like it's not specific enough like the 80s and the was I don't know yeah and I I think also like we're far enough away from the 80s that like there's a look that we've all agreed was the look of yeah. the 80s and if you're a costume designer probably or like somebody who knows the history of clothes and style you have a different perspective on that yeah. but the 90s which fine Karen and I were alive in the 90s <laughs> like we experienced all of them so we can't we can't like take that same yeah um that same like perspective of like this is like crimped hair is 80s and it's like well most people probably didn't have crimped hair but we've decided that that's, that's part it. of the 80s like, 
to me, the 90s is like Delia's catalogs and yeah. like. Butterfly um, clips and. Butterfly clips. And none of that is makeup. Right. It's more so, styling. It's more styling. Yeah. And I think like I probably wasn't allowed to wear makeup. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. But regardless. Uh, and Chris didn't listen to the brief, which we know is like, you it, You better fucking listen to that brief. Yep. Do not not listen to the brief. All right, loves? Um, so <laughs> whose name's going to be on the red chairs? We go in the studio and... Lisa and Ryan. Doon, doon, doon. Chris lives to die another day. <laughs> so you put in the notes very I nice. do like for you to read my notes with score. Verbatim. I do think that's fun. <laughs> I love reading your notes. Chris lives to die another day? Who wrote this? <laughs> so they're assigned a look. Um, and I missed it. And I was like, I'll catch it at the end. But basically the look is like, how would you... It's like a visual interpretation of how you would like to be remembered. remembered. Yeah, I had to like, I was like, why don't I ever remember what the brief's about? And I never remember till the end, like till they say it. Cause it's they are so... not Chiron friendly on this no. show. No. Like, that's one thing I missed. Blowout was very, Blowout and, uh, sorry, oh. Sheer Genius was just always like, this is the brief. We now know And Blowout. Is. Blowout would be like, uh, Alyssa, Jonathan's date. Like, yeah. they would. Bravo loves a Chiron and the BBC expects you to be smarter than that mm-hmm. and I'm I think that they are expecting too much of yeah. me <laughs> yeah so the look is like you've got to include the shoulders which if they say shoulders three times include the fucking shoulders yeah please um, and give them a 3D element so they have to do some prosthetic again with a, one prosthetic of some of some sort like it was like prosthetics week opened up a gateway into this universe of prosthetics and mm-hmm. you just better have them do it um so there's like i don't know there's a lot of cool stuff that they sort of go through yang chen says that her mom is from malaysia and her dad is scottish and she grew up in scotland and it, she felt very different um let's see lisa thing is glass blowing because she she's always very like she's very artsy so she's like I start with sand and then ends something to be beautiful that's what she wants to be remembered by it's really sweet I think it's really sweet I really I like Lisa it. too Lisa is one of my favorites as well she's so sweet and she's so hard on herself I know but she's so, like she I love her just hair launched into this dream and she's already like I have to prove it's not a mistake and it's like Lisa you're like 25 yeah even if it's a mistake you got time yeah. I don't think it is a mistake but like chill chill um and that's something i will say to lisa and never to myself thank you um (laughs) at least once a week kara has to talk me down from a ledge of being like i am failing at everything um we don't do that on the pod because that's boring (laughs) for people to listen to it's it's not uplifting we're an uplifting cast podcast we're an uplifting podcast. It's not uplifting for you guys to just listen to me like anxiety spiral. That's <laughs> I I pay a therapist to do that, and I bribe Kara with my friendship. Mm-hmm. Hold it over <laughs> my head. The flimsy, God. the flimsy bribe at best. Um, <laughs> so, uh, I wrote okay. So a couple funny things. Nancy is a, she's nervous about prosthetics, and she's cutting a bald cap on the model's head which always makes the judges like ooh terrified ah, ah like so scared that somebody's eye is going to get stabbed out 
Which, which is, I think is fair, but also, like, these are makeup artists. They do have a steady hand. Yeah, yeah. I mean, just, they're like, yeah, what, you take it off the head, take more time, take it off the head, and let, right, line it. I'm like, nah, I, just, I would just cut it on there, too. I would probably do the same. I, no question, but I yeah. don't have a steady hand, so I can't have scissors in your So you couldn't face. do that look, Amanda. Don't try I it. Couldn't, the, I couldn't do the eyeliner of the most basic person on this show who is like the camera person like I don't I can just do what I can do for my own face yeah um and I'm you know I'm just like doing my best on that um also I wrote and this is where I think maybe I am this is where I was like okay you have a thing about Chris that's not really Chris's fault um but Chris has made some mistakes on this show that I think are mind-boggling for a makeup artist and mm-hmm. now that he's doing like pretty good work on par with the other makeup artists, they're like, wow, Chris has grown so much. And that is a smart reality TV show tactic to like yes. set their expectations low and show them Show that them really grown. good. Mm-hmm. I really thought it was going to be cake again when he put the prosthetic on his head. <laughs> it was like, oh no, it's cake. And then he put a little cupcake as a heart on the chest. And I was like, oh no, we're at, we're at a bakery. If he did cake again, I would like him. I would laugh so hard. Uh, There's also really something about being like, I'm not fat anymore. I've conquered my issues with food. And then you just keep making somebody be cake. (laughs) You're like, oh, I guess it is another cake. I didn't really think about that. Yeah. (laughs) I wanted to think about cake. God, now I want cake. I do too. I'm hungry. Oh, right before this, I had an acai bowl. Mm. So I feel That's all I ate when I was pregnant And almost gave myself gestational diabetes No They sell them now In um in the grocery store They sell the tattooed chef oh. Versions Ooh. And I highly recommend them Alright well good to know I will do that Take a look Um so also, okay, so while these judges Are looking at stuff, they call Ryan A special effects student and I was like why does that feel mean? It's like it's true what he that's what he is, but I was like, ooh, I don't know. That would that felt shady to me. Yeah, I didn't really maybe that is her like funny little like, well, he's he's special. Like he's really he's good, but he's not. He's No, I think he's studying special effects in school right now. Oh, is he? I think so. They cannot just they wouldn't just make that up, but it felt very like Okay. Like, we're reminding you guys, he's still, like, in school. Okay. Um, So Lisa is, like, crying and beating herself up. Nancy's prosthetic will not stay down. Um, she cut, She took a – so it was interesting what she did. She, like, made a face and then cut it open so it's on two sides of her face. And then her – the middle of the face is a beautiful, like, colors. Um, and it's very kind of – it's disturbing, but it's kind of cool. Yeah, it looks like because she did the face Sandwich and she face. made it up like um, like a regular the way person. you would see a regular person wearing makeup, and then it looks like this person has burst through her regular face to reveal the art that's inside of her, and also with like a really glossy lip, like really really beautiful, beautiful lip. And I love the eyelashes. She didn't use any liner; it just looks so clean. It's so clean because it's like that's what's inside of her. Um, but you can see a lot of – and Nancy wants to be remembered as being a multifaceted person, which I thought was cool. But there's a lot of 
technique issues with it. Mm-hmm. And Val is like, Nancy, did you clean the area before you put the prosthetic on? And Nancy was like, damn it, I forgot. And that, uh, that's so relatable to me to be like, oh, yeah. I forgot the easiest thing. Yep. I, yeah, I forgot the first step. Mm-hmm. So no wonder all the other steps were hard. Ugh. Um, oh, so Young Chen wants to be remembered for being fearless, and she incorporates her Scottish coat of arms, um, and warriors, and, and warriors, and like it's it's black and white with blue accents. It's black and red with blue accents on a, and she's painted the model's face and hair and body white, and it is it's stunning. It's stunning again. Love. She gets the ding dong. She gets a ding dong. Um, I will say, again, she does the painting. It's more of a painted face, painted on a canvas, but it's so symmetrically well done. Like, the strokes are just insane. Um, it's a dope look. It's like a fucking dope look. Um, it's it's really technically excellent. Yeah. On top of being visually stunning. And Val says, I think you're back. Yeah. And I'm kind of like, I don't feel like Yang Chen really went anywhere. She didn't but- go anywhere, but yeah. Well, you know, we need that for the show. We need to show that, like, she, oh, she was doing bad and now she's doing good. <sighs> Ryan wants to be remembered for his mind, which I don't think is a specific. Yeah, and I don't understand his look. It, he, well, so he does, he paints his model gold with blue highlights, which is cool. That's a cool breakup. Like, the brief <laughs> was make a cool looking gold robot. Ryan would have done a great he job. He won, yeah. And then he stuck the tiniest cogs sporadically all over his model, but like not a ton of them, and then connected it with string. And Val was like, this, I don't think this is how your mind works. You know, this looks like uh, like the side of my shower after take a shower when I was pregnant. Like, is there so much? It's like the string is like almost looks like a hair. It's like streamed out of a, out of the sink or out of the drain. It just looks. It does. It looks like when you pull your hair out and then you like squish it into a little hair doll. Yeah. So you can stick it on the side. That's yeah. exactly what it looks like. Yeah. Yeah. Hector says, I don't see a concise story. And I was like, Hector, you're right. Mm-hmm. I agree. Um, okay. This. So this is Rachel's. Rachel does a seraphim the way that they're described in the bible um because she says no matter what i achieve in this life i'm thinking about what happens afterwards she's very religious i fucking i think it's gorgeous this. it's it's blended it's there's a big so eye beautiful. in the middle of his head like not even the middle of his forehead it's like the whole like top third of his head is an eye and um, it's blended so nicely. I will say the only thing that she got knocked for is if you turn to that, which this model is not turning to, the, to his head, but one ear is not complete. And he reminded her to do the ears. He was like, do you want to do my ears? So she did one and then didn't do the other, mm-hmm. which again is that thing of like, oh yeah, I did the ears. And then you're like not paying attention to the yeah. basic basics. Yeah. I, I uh, yeah. So it's really I thought beautiful. this was beautiful it's black and white it's like lip looks amazing the lip is amazing the eye if you zoom on the eye let's see if i can zoom in this notes app but like okay i can't but like even the center of okay even the center of the eye is multi-dimensional like it's almost like the universe is inside the pupil Mm -hmm. of the eye yeah it's really i just think it's like so 
I think it's so cool. But they don't like it because the shoulders are just white. There's no other makeup on them. And Rachel has been dinged before for doing the face and not getting to the body. So that's, that's you don't want them true. to give you the same note again. Right. Uh, Lisa's story, she wants to be remembered for reaching her full potential. And I really liked that. I, I think know. it's really, I loved this look. It was, it also is super clean. It's very, again, her whole idea was about uh, glass blowing. So you can see kind of what, like glass, you can see the shimmer like the top where she has the white, it looks kind of like a gl- you're looking at a glass in the light. Like it, she accents the nose and the lip and she puts it in a certain way that makes you it, feel like Because you can still see the pigment underneath the white the way you mm-hmm. could on like a blown piece yeah. of like colored glass. Mm-hmm. Hector is crying. Val says, this is the glass ceiling of makeup, which doesn't make sense. But Lisa gets a ding dong. She gets nice. a ding dong, baby. Ding dong, darling. So then Chris wants to be remembered for being grounded. Um, during COVID, he went back to his hometown in Ireland and was inspired by all the natural beauty there. And this is stunning. Stunning. It's stunning, love. It's He does a prosthetic that did look like a bone for so long, but it's like a tree and then a prosthetic heart that he painted to look like a tree. Yeah, you can't see this picture, but the heart was legit. The heart looked so good. The like it's like a tree, but the tree is like dressed up for a night out because there's bronzer all over that tree. The highlight. And Val gives a third ding dong. Three. I I haven't seen that yet. Three, three ding, ding dongs. Three ding dongs in one episode. Love yes, stunning. Yes. <laughs> Sorry, that was too much. Stunning. Isn't there somebody on Drag Race who says stunning that way? Oh, it's stunning love. Yeah, Maybe it's Vivian. I think it's Vivian and and what's the other one? What's and Baga? Like a couple, uh, Baga. Baga's such a little weirdo, though. I love Baga. Uh, I love Baga chips. Um, so then the judges discuss. Ryan didn't beat the seat. Mm-mm. Lisa did. Which Lisa, could of course, you we knew. She hadn't. Oh, she, she's like ding dong, if, but whatever, darling. Bye. If you get a ding dong, you beat the seat. Yeah. I think we all know that. And so then the two that they discuss are Rachel and Nancy, who I think are two of the strongest in the competition. I agree. But like they had a couple of small technical issues. And that's what it comes down to at this point. Yeah. It's really tight. It's really tight. And it's Rachel. Bum, 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 And she cries and everybody hugs her and it's nice. And then again, oh my gosh, another set of what, Amanda? I can't believe how many identical twins are in the show. How many identical twins are there in the UK? It's not like a tiny place, Amanda. I think of identical twins as a rare thing. It's like you have two sisters. It's not like just having another sister. Is it? Kara, <laughs> please. Please be serious. Identical twins have powers. They do. That's really they cool. They can read each other's minds. These twins aren't even looking at each other, and you know they're just like, this is so weird. Yeah, they're actually like, talking. They're, they're, they're doing a full-on conversation while they're getting their, their makeup done. I bet that they are. Mm-hmm. The um, ESP. So this is – I thought this was really cool, this this uh, brief 
is again something that no one ever does but it's something they're like let's just see what they could do this it's a rectangular crystal blocked brow so I they, love that they say it like everyone Like we should knows. know. Like right. it's like saying, oh, do a cat eye. They're like, of course, a rectangular crystal blocked brow. <laughs> like, okay, yeah, that's right. So it's just basically, you know, putting putting crystals on your eyebrows. That's all it was. Yeah. But making it look a, like a block and making it asymmetrical. It's two gem rectangles that totally cover the eyebrows. Yeah. Symmetry is key. And this seemed like they had to do both eyebrows. It's not like they could match. Yes. They, they This time they did have 20 minutes, not 15. Oh, they did? Yeah. They did. I was like, oh, I was like, how they, I thought I was like, oh, so we're going to see one done? I'm like, no, they're not having the other side done. <gasps> and they just were like, okay, you get 20 minutes for this. That's, and I still think, I still am so impressed that they finished in 20 that's minutes. That's very, very good. Um, so we see these two, Dom kept saying tortoise in the hair. Mm-hmm. Which, um, we Ryan, always know Ryan finishes early because that's what he does what he does and Rachel is slow and steady and it's they made this seem like it was a competition and I was like this is the nicest thing anyone's ever done on TV is pretend that Ryan was anywhere close to Rachel Rachel's is beautiful symmetrical so symmetrical the eyebrows so symmetrical so carefully placed Ryan's looked like somebody just put some gems on their eyebrows that would look like if I did it I'm sure that's what it would look like um it, uh, probably was, still a little better. He's just probably still a lot better. But it wasn't – like, he didn't – he also the, – the, the amount of gems on both sides were different. And uh, Rachel's had the exact same amount on each side. And they, like, go have a conflab about it, which I I love that – Val goes, conflab. 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 And so they go, they go discuss just far enough away that, like, probably the contestants can – And they, and they whis- they're always whispering. It's like, you have – I guarantee they can hear you. They're really not that far behind you. They're not that far away. <laughs> um, and we get like a big long shot of Dom's Barbie pink sneakers, and I was obsessed. Love, love. So cute. Dom hit the sneakers match the eyebrows. That's love the it. Number one rule. Love it. So they just they give Ryan specific feedback, and it's like they should have just been like, Ryan, look at yours, look at Rachel's. Bye, bitch. But yeah. They were nice. They're like. And Ryan, Ryan was sweet. He was sweet to say. He's such a little. He's so. He's got so so much far to go. He's got a lot to do. He's got. He's going places. I think. Well, he's getting there fast. And Val says, "Don't stop. Just slow down." Which I think is good advice for us all. It is. Just slow down. And everyone is so happy to see Rachel. I liked it. It was really sweet. And Maya tells us next week. What is it? They're going digital. Ooh, what does that mean? I don't know mean. What, what could that possibly mean? We're going to find out, love. Oh, they're going to have to do like pixels and stuff, like make, make pixels in the face, make them look I like they're so. pixelated. That'd be so dope. That would be cool. I wonder if they'll have to design a look using a computer. Um, Is that dumb? I don't know how that would work. <laughs> they would do it, but they still have to put on their face. They still have to paint the face. Maybe, maybe they have to. I we're gonna find out. We don't know anything. I'm just ready to be my have my mind blown. I'm ready. I'm ready to be the little cogs that were stuck under Ryan's model. Yeah, I'm ready to not get that hair out of the drain. Oh, I gotta buy Drano. All right, first All right, we love on that you. Note, love you guys. We'll see you here you next week. 
Yeah, we'll hear you next week. Bye. <laughs> Bye. Thank you so much for listening to Growing Out the Pod. If you want to tell us your hair stories, email us at growingoutthepod at gmail.com or follow us on Instagram at growingoutthepod. Have a great day. And remember, exfoliation is the enemy of ingrowns. Growing Out the Pod.